Welcome to Freedom Forgers. I'm Torque Bogiatto. I'm Pete Ambrosino. And today we're going to talk about an amazing hot topic. That is freedom of speech. Or, I should say, something even more important. Right, Pete? I think freedom of thought. It might be more important, my man. That's it. That's it. A lot of people talk about freedom of speech here and there in Twitter and Facebook and, oh, they're going to censor what I say. But are we thinking... Do we know if they are censoring what we think, even before we write it down on whatever social media we like? You know, that's another point of view that we talk a lot in you know, the last hour and a half, Pete. It, you know, it's funny because we, we just sat here for an hour and a half ahead of this podcast yeah. talking about what we're going to talk about. And it was, <laughs> so, it was so enthralling. We're like, man... We just need to take that and use it for our podcast. But it was funny because you take that piece around freedom of speech to freedom of thought. Now, another thing that came to mind when you just said that is, you know how your favorite song comes on the radio and you can come out with the words mm -hmm. as though mm -hmm. it's been pre-recorded in your mind, right? So in a sense, what we were listening to was programming our thoughts and our thoughts were actually causing those lyrics to come out of our mouth, right? And it's kind of like you press go and it just comes right out. Yeah, now we're playing that music again. So playing it's... the music, it just comes right on. So how's that happening in today's society with all the things, you know, think about all that we talked about before this, before the show, right? Tie that into all the pre-programming that could be coming, coming to us, whether our cell phone, media, uh, family influences, you know, the people that we hang out with the most. Yeah. What are we listening to that is changing our thoughts and maybe changing what's coming out of our mouth? Yeah, I think there is a movie which has done a, a terrific war, uh, work about that, which is They Live, in which it's very, very accurate on what is going on. People are manipulated every single day on everything they do, on what they choose to eat, to drink, to, to think. And what happens is that they focus all their attention on, do I have the freedom to say what I think, what I believe? But the question should be, am I really free to think what I would like to think? Or yeah. am I free to believe what I would like to believe? Now, we talk about the period with the witches. Now, the witches were just burned to death even because they had wrong thoughts. And that's happening again. Uh, the movie also, speaking of movies, the movie you told me, which I admit I'm saying it right here on the podcast, I didn't watch it yet. It's a shame, I know. <laughs> I will fix it very soon. But Minority Report, uh, I, I know it. I didn't watch it, though. Uh, when you said that so people could get arrested just because they thought of doing a crime. Now, that's very powerful, but are we that far from reality? Or it's, it's already question. happening? It's a great question because, you know, things that are, you know, we're, we're listening to outside influences right now and everybody's worried about freedom of, of speaking out about something that they believe in. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we got to start at the core. Is it really my belief? Is it really my thought? Have yeah. I even taken the time to weigh out everything that could be possible in order to believe what I'm going to say about, you know, when we were talking about um, uh, 
you know, if we were watching a news broadcast of, of, of something bad happening in Ukraine right now, right? And the perception of, okay, if I'm sitting there looking at a horrible scenario of people getting shot or something like that, well, am I thinking, well, okay, I feel really bad for the Ukrainian people and, oh my God, this is really horrible and nobody should be able to do that. Or am I thinking, well, wait a minute, Russia's really having a heck of a time taking over this country, this little tiny country, and these guys are putting up an amazing fight. How do I really feel about this right now? Yeah, it's horrible what I'm seeing right now, but what is the real bigger picture of what's going on, right? Yeah, most people won't see it. Now, I'd say that they won't see it because they don't want to. Now, by saying that they don't want to, I'm not saying that they are voluntarily saying i don't want to know the truth it's that they're so indoctrinated by the media which every day they're repeating the same thing over and over and over again uh that people just stick to it and believe it even though they don't they don't know the truth so by having and keeping an open mind by open mind i mean saying yeah what if everything i'm told about ukraine is wrong now i'm going to say something which can be very delicate i think but what if Everything I know is wrong. What if it's not what, what is going on? It's not really what I think. So what if Ukraine is not a good guy and Russia is not a bad guy? Now, I'm not saying it's the opposite, neither that it's true. But what I'm saying is that if we keep an open mind, we can see what's behind the curtain because we all know that I think I, I think pretty much every American people in this planet can agree that whoever is in, the, in you know, the room of the buttons uh they are doing something behind our own knowledge oh my god no no question about it i mean think of all the money that is transferred between countries with mm -hmm. either either actual cash or um uh assets like weapons and and things for the ukrainian people or who's you know who's even supporting the russians in the background you know what i mean how how is that happening where the people are yeah. buying russian mm -hmm. gas so all of that going into that whole situation, who's benefiting right now? Yeah, what's really going on? Now, the fun fact is NATO tanks are going on Russian fuel. Mm, how it's, about that? You know, <laughs> it's pretty amazing, but that's what's going on. So people need to have the ability to look at a larger picture. Now, most governments don't want that because how do you control a population when they know that they can think whatever they want. You can just shove down the throat of the truth and saying, oh, so that's how it's going and you've got to believe me because I have this white jacket or oh, I am a doctor or study says, you know, those two magical words that we yeah, read so study often, say. study says, says what? Clinical studies have shown. Yeah, clinical it's studies like or university studies or whatever. I, I oh. mean, people forgot that if I study something, I mean, that's a study, you know, it's, 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 it's the same. It may not have the same value as a university because they have so much more time and knowledge in it, but people, just like they're sovereign, like nations, they do have the power to make their own decisions and studying mm -hmm. and knowing. And I'm not saying that you should not refer to professionals, real professionals, but you can just say, okay, here's my life, take it in your hands. It's, it has to be something more. It has to be, we're collaborating, like with the government. I'm, it shouldn't be like, I'm giving you the power to do whatever you want with me, but we're in it together. 
That's right. That's, and, that's the difference. And and because you say it shouldn't mean that either you're right or wrong. It's how you see it. And, you know, you're allowed to think that way because, first of all, the thought had to happen first, right? Mm-hmm. You had to create the perception in your mind on how to formulate that thought in order to speak it. However, there are some people that you do hear that, man, it's like they press play outcomes that tune that they just heard from the media that is literally regurgitating exactly the propaganda that we're being fed. Yeah, it's like on repeat. Oh my God, it drives me crazy. It's like, okay, could it be possible that what we just saw is partially that way? Could that angle that we just saw these people shot at, maybe if we turned around and saw what was coming after them, might change our point of view as to what was really being defended against or fired upon. We have no idea, right? Yeah. We're just yeah. we're just shown one view of how things are at that moment in time. And having that freedom of thought is so important. It is, and that's where we should be working on, even more than freedom of speech. So I think that freedom of speech always finds a way. Whenever you have the will, you'll find the tools and the ways. But oh, yeah. if you're cooked in the head because you think that there is not a solution, and we've seen that. I mean, in society, in, especially in the Western society, people just shut their doors in their heads whenever you say something different. It happens a lot. It's like almost an attack, dirt attack on people when you say something different. So people have an idea of, hey, um, I don't know, it could be a new trade, you know, whatever. And, and you say something different, it just, it feels like something is broke, is breaking. And yep. it's... Take, take, the, take, the, take the perception of, of money. You know, there's this saying that, you know, money is the root of all evil. Yeah. All right, well, that's one take on it. Someone else might think that, oh, money is a tool for which I, I need to accumulate a lot of it because with a lot of it, I can do a lot more good and help more people. Right. It all depends on how we've, we've been taught and what society tells us, what we believe in. So money can be a great tool to do good or yep. it can be a nightmare. It just depends on what we believe in. And that's where we should focus. So especially with the kids. Kids are subject nowadays to so much manipulation with video games and media and, and fake images especially young girls, they're oh my growing up thinking oh that it has to be something that really doesn't exist. It's, yeah. not, it's not even, hey, so yeah, I know that this model is giving you an image or a role model, but look, you don't see what her nutrition is, what her gym schedule is, so that's a completely different life. No, 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 yeah. they're looking at computer-generated images, which are not real and possible even if you worked out every day and you ate great it's not possible now that single point makes a huge difference in one's life now take that and apply that to every single area on economics on uh, political views on social science people have these ideas which are built for something which is just not possible 
Well, you know, the other the other component is, you know, think of the the whole um, the whole movement on what's or the whole, the whole thought process on what's going on in schools right now and mm-hmm. teaching kids about their sexuality at different ages. Right. Oh, so, wow. man, we can have a whole conversation about that, but it's just the idea of, OK, if I put that thought into a child's mind, you know, their minds are so influential. They're so they're like a sponge. Well, okay. Do I really want them thinking about that at that age right now? Should they be thinking about how, how they can have more fun, how can, how they can learn to be with their friends versus something around that type of topic that may not empower them. And it, and it, it's something to where, Yes, they should have the freedom of thought around that, but you know what? Do I really want to put that bad seed in a fresh mind? Right. I, I agree. And that's because whatever the topic, people are the most important part in that equation. So when we are taken out of the equation, when parents are taken out of the equation of having that possibility to say, hey, hold on a minute, that's my child, that's my son. I know when I want to talk to him or her about that topic. Now, parents are taken out of that equation. They don't have that power anymore. And kids, too. So kids are not asked, do you want to know? But are said, you have to know. They're told that you have to know that this and that work that way, which is not, uh, it's not great. I mean, um, whatever they say, even if they're teaching, whatever it can be, it's, it's just not right, but not because I, I think it's not right. I think that that's because people are taken out of the equation of freedom. And there is a phrase you said, which I think really is the essence of the, of, of the episode of today. When you said, now we can have a conversation, that five words, we can have a conversation, are the whole point. My idea are the whole point. That's because a lot of people can't have a conversation. They just can't, because when they try to, so so let me clarify let me let me clarify what you just said there it's it the 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 important component of that is if you have a way that you think about something and i have a way i think about something it's not that i should shut you down because you are not thinking the way i'm thinking it's that i need to be open enough to say hey you know through torque's eyes he sees it this way right we can talk we can talk, we can have a conversation about it. Nobody's having this conversation. And you know what? If I disagree with you, why can't we still move on from it and not worry about it? Why do I feel I gotta, you know, blow you up on social media or you know, start walking outside your house with with posters? Yeah, because it's it sterilizes right conversation and 100%. great inventions were made by people disagreeing with each other and said. Hey, I bet you can't make your horses faster. Hey, I bet that I, you know what? I think I can. You know what? Even better. I think that I can take the horses out of the equation. Uh, that's right. And that's how a cow was born, you know? Uh, but that's the point. Disagreeing, you know, even in human evolution, cells with other cells, they're moving and changing and shifting. And that whole synergy of change it's what makes us human and what makes us evolve. So even nature is telling us that disagreeing, it's part of the equation to be better, to evolve. But yes. we are taught that disagreeing is bad. 
that we should yeah. all agree all the time that you yeah. shouldn't say, hey, I'm not, I don't agree with you. It's, it's yeah. becoming something prohibited. Totally. And, and to have that ability to say, wait, you know, I, I don't want to make a decision about that right now, or I don't want to speak about it. I would like to have a chance of learning more to maybe be able to get a bigger perspective of what's going on. It's like we were talking about before. It's like a lot of people, it's a shame to see it when they get out of college or get out of high school, they stop learning. They feel that, you know what, I'm kind of done. I, I now have spent all the time I need to, to study, right? When that's not the case, we need to be students of life all the time because there's so many new things out there that are possible. It's like the idea of going to the moon wasn't possible until somebody thought that it was. Mm -hmm. There is, there is two words, which I think like giving out a tool, there is a tool that we can use, which can help, which can help us whenever we are stuck. Cause I know that many people listening to us and even us too, we may think, oh yeah, I'm not that guy. I know that it's possible. I know that uh, I can talk with people, but every one of us can fall into that trap every day it can happen but there are two words which can help us which are what if now what if? those two powerful magical words what if can help us say hold on a minute am i really thinking out of the box or am i just trying to convince myself that what i'm thinking is correct because it can happen also in business you know when you have that great idea that you're convinced about what you're doing and you you don't just want to see the other options because you're so passionate about your idea it's so precious to you you identify with it you may lose an opportunity or you may run into a big problem but if you say what if you just open your mind to a whole new house of possibilities yep. and that's where that's where the power of of you know we were talking about uh, the, the power of your tribe mm -hmm. and having people that, you know, people that are like-minded in some way have a, there's a major benefit to that. But then again, there's a, there's a benefit to being around people who are not like-minded and think things completely differently. Yeah. And it's, it's a hard balance to find. That. It's a hard balance, but you know what, well, you know, what gets in the way, what gets in the way is potentially our ego and emotion. Because if, if all of a sudden I feel the need to be right, man, that can, that can just completely close my mind to any other possibility. I'm not thinking, what if I'm thinking, man, I'm going to, I'm going to sit here and yap and talk until I convince you that my way of seeing this is the right way because I feel the need to be right. Yeah. Most people are scared to death that they're wrong. So whenever they say I'm right, they feel okay. They feel great. They feel powerful. But whenever something is not how they thought it, it was, they feel lost because they identified with their ideas of being right. So they can't have the conversation. They can't have these ideas. Now, when you said about being around people which agree with you and don't, I think there is a difference between thoughts and values. And my yeah. idea, my opinion is that you should be around people with the same values, but mm. also with different ideas. Now, that's the difference between having uh, that. There is a phrase which says, uh, um, a saying which goes like, if you are the smartest person in the room, you are in the wrong room. You're in the wrong room. That's right. Now, I like that a lot. And <laughs> I, I think it's true. Either you're teaching people 
I think that's true. So a lot of people, what they also do is that they have around them a lot of people with, with, which agree with them, but it's a sterile environment. There is nothing new coming out of the box. Right. And that's when the ideas just die. We, we were talking, we were talking earlier about, you know, the idea that somebody had to have to create, uh, you know, science fiction movies like Star Trek and Star mm -hmm. Wars and things like that. Talk about the what if question, you know, what if, you know, the, the transporter room in the Star Trek movie was possible? You know, we, we were talking about like, we are molecules. We are, there are space between the neutrons, protons and electrons in our body. And who's to say that you can't break those down in some way, send them through the airwaves, just like our cell phones send voices through airwaves and reformulate it on the other end. Yeah. I mean, brilliant. I mean, it, it could, you know, I'm not going to tell you that you can't do it. Because again, space travel and going to the moon what was possible as soon as somebody thought it could be. I would much rather be around somebody that could expand my perspective on something and say, hey, you know what? We don't know how to do this right now, but what if it was possible? What if we could? What if we could? Yeah, Elon Musk has done something great about that. Uh, I've, I've seen that in documentary SpaceX and Netflix, in which the great challenge of going to Mars and planets uh, he said that it's not technology itself to get there, but get back. So reusable rockets. Now, in the beginning, that idea of reusable rockets was pretty much uh, confined to space movies and, and sci-fi. But they tried again and again and again. They failed a lot of times, but eventually they made it. They made rockets which could be reused. Now, that's a breakthrough invention which can change completely the timeline of this humanity. Man, now, NASA, NASA was out of business. Yeah. NASA was out of business. And this guy revived the whole space travel thing and created a whole new industry. And who knows what? Maybe in 10 years from now, 20, 30, I don't know. We could actually be sipping a vodka on Mars. <laughs> it, it, could be, it could be a possibility. Now, if we go back 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, most of the technology we have today it couldn't be even imaginable. Like with a smartphone we have right now, it's more powerful than all the supercomputers that, that humanity had in the 80s. So it's possible. And when we say what if, and having the right people around us, now the other point is not only what if, but how. Asking mm. ourselves how we could do it. And I think my idea, Pete, is that's an important part of the freedom of thought. When I have an idea, I'll go back, uh, I'll go back a minute. When we are kids, I think that the very first point in which we start, we light up the process in which we begin to bury deep our dreams and ideas and our freedom of thought is when we say something to yeah. our parents, to our friends, to our teachers, that we had this incredible idea of whatever. You know, I, I had these <laughs> dreams of building this kind of Ironman suits or whatever. And someone goes like and says, that's just a dream or that's not possible or that's wrong or that's not true. And you start to say, maybe, oh, he's an adult. So maybe he's right and I'm wrong. And that's when things go downhill and we, we lose it. Yeah, I think we, we have to find that again. I think we have, Great let me point. say it. I think we have to fight back. I think we yeah. have to fight back that momentum that society built 
this nightmare upon of having people closing their homes and saying, yeah, what if, it get, if, I, if I die? Or what if it's, what if the government is right? So the government is saying that, so the government is right, or not the whole government, like parts of it are saying that it must be true. And I'm that little kid, once again, to which adults are saying, you're wrong. And yeah. we're leaving that all over again. I think we have to do something. Starting with the two words, what if? Yep, 100%. I mean, if, if you think back when you were a kid and you thought, okay, what was possible when I was seven years old? The answer is everything was possible when yeah. I was seven years old, right? Why did we lose that as we grew up? Because we most likely have been beaten down. Our thoughts have been beaten down saying, no, this is not just exactly to your point. And, and to fight back and say, no, you know what? I want to think that that's possible. I want to think that, hey, you know what? There's people in third world countries right now that can't read. And, you know, take Elon Musk for a moment with uh, with creating the, uh, what is it, Skylink with all the... It is totally, the yeah. Right? So, so now they can drop in these third world countries uh, iPads that will teach kids how to read. And inside of, what what is it, 30 days or something like that, these kids are now literate. <laughs> so now they, you know, because they, if they access the internet and they can't read, what good's the internet? What good's having all that information? Now you get you empower them and give them the ability to think and express those thoughts and be able to read. What's possible for them now? Now, again, to your point, go back 15 years. Did we think we were teaching kids in a third world country with a little piece of electronic on how to read <laughs> from the sky, from a satellite? No. You wouldn't be even thinkable. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even thought about it. You know, and now it's possible right now. So the what if question is powerful. It's it's something that somebody like Elon is thinking about. Somebody like, you know, uh, Peter Diamandis or the, you know, the X Prize. You know, think about the X Prize for a moment, right? It's getting people to create and, and incentivizing, saying, hey, the first person to come up with a solution to world hunger, you know, in some way that's sustainable, you know? Yeah, when you when you start saying what if, you're not all you're not only empowering your own freedom of thought, but you're also empowering the freedom of thought of other people like-minded, which are gonna yes. get attracted to you, and you're gonna build a community in which people are empowering each other and saying what if, and I believe you, I believe that it's possible. Not these these two words have a huge impact on. I, I think there's a good exercise that we could do uh, hmm. when people ask me so. How can I how can I be better at being open minded? How can I improve my out of the box thinking skills? Uh, that that happens a lot when I do uh, when I work with businesses. And what I say is that take your most important ideas and the things that you're a hundred percent sure about, and also topics which are very hard to talk about, like the Ukraine war or the Holocaust, things which you would never even think about something being different than what you know. And start mm. saying what if. And you'll see that there is a whole new set of possibilities. Not on the topic itself, but that, uh, that, that exercise of questioning reality. It just opens your mind. 
And you're saying, so yeah, I know that I know that I've been there, I saw it, but what if? What if what I saw was different from reality because my mind was somewhere else or because I was thinking about something else? Now, you know what happens that a lot a lot of times people are sure a hundred percent of what they said. And they had this conversation between two people. So and person A said, I'm sure that I said A B C and person B said, I'm sure that he said C B A. Oh yeah. And yeah. they are both hundred percent sure. And what happens is that they just, you know, fight their Everybody tenses up. Yep, everybody tenses up. And it's yeah, like, they just go like angry penguin mode <laughs> and fight. Yep. And nobody stops and say, in that particular moment, nobody stops and said, yeah, hold on a minute, what if? And maybe reality is that someone said BCA, but they're not going to see it. And they're going to lose time, energy, ideas, opportunities, and going to build a lot of problems just because they think that they're right. I'll take you another another level of thinking about it too is you know what do you think it's in the way of that process i think it's distractions we're constantly distractions yeah man things that you know life gets in the way the the you know we talked about the power of of how much time our simple cell phone can take Mm -hmm. from our lives right and we get distracted around that is that is that taking away from the time we should be thinking about our business and creating some, you know, uh, Keith Cunningham. I don't know if you ever studied Keith. Um, mm-hmm. He's the he's the rich dad in Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yeah. Kiyosaki's, he's Kiyosaki's rich dad, right? His, his, his classic is, is creating think time, saying, setting an intention to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to spend 20 minutes with my notebook, blank notebook, I'm going to write a topic down of here's a here's a challenge or a solution that I want to come up with. I'm not going to come up with the answer. I'm just going to put down some ideas on what I think about it. And with intent saying I'm clearing all distractions, I'm shutting my phone off, and I'm going to create think time. You know how powerful that is as a tool that we don't, you know what I mean, instead of watching Oprah or watching, you know, the news or, you know, whatever, whatever would get in the YouTube, whatever gets in the way. If we made intention around thinking and having that freedom, because we do, we have the freedom. Now I'm going to speak about what I just learned from that time. Completely different. Maybe I'm going to think about the, the, your perspective, somebody else's perspective and say, hey, here's, Here's three different perspectives on this. Let me formulate my thought on that. And I think all that is possible when we stop for a moment. And once again, we go back when we were just a kid. And Mm. I think most people remember that we had those moments, that, uh, that, that moment in which we were kids. We saw adults behaving in ways that we couldn't understand. And we thought, these guys are crazy. How did I end up here? So what happened? Uh, why and why are they behaving? So it's so it's also easy. Why are they making it so complicated? And also we all had, I think, this feeling of what's right and what's wrong for us. I think every kid has that light. Every person, every single person has that light of, of knowing that's right or that's wrong. Now, when you said about the think time, about being, I should, should say productive too, um, yeah. What I think is that most people, when we speak about self-improvement, think that, okay, so I have to do 
everything which is empowering 24 7 every day so i have to read books when i shower when i shower i study when i study I listen to podcasts and work with my feet and whatever i mean but we're that wouldn't be possible we're not humans you know in that way what i think is that most people spend a lot of time studying how can i be more productive or how can i improve myself but before starting those tools, I think that there is a thing that we could do, which is very easy, very powerful, not simple though. Well, maybe it's simple, but not easy. And that is asking ourselves, whatever I'm doing, is it improving my life or mm. not? And I think, remember, remember when, you had, when we had that, with that talk about, so we don't always have to do something productive. If mm -hmm. we let the steam off the park, or we have a walk on the beach with our wife or husband or sons, we're not necessarily being productive. I think we are. We're, when I said we're being productive at happiness, so, and that's something. But are we improving our life? I think so. I think that when we spend time with people we love, we are improving our life and their life. But when I pick up the phone and I scroll on Instagram or Facebook, or even Twitter, oh, but without adding content or doing something relevant, am I improving my life? And I think people already know the answer. I don't think they have to read books or go to any, yeah. uh, you know, events saying that, you know, you should learn and study how to use your phone. I know it's not easy, but I think that people already have the answer within themselves. That's again, yeah. that's saying that we are free to think. Not only to say, not only to speak, not only to learn, but we are free to think. And you know what? It, it, it comes back to that distraction piece. If if a walk on the beach, if I think that it's not productive, most likely it could be non-productive. But if I take the walk on the beach with my significant other, or uh, you know, uh, your son or daughter that could be time that is precious to them that they'll never forget. So, mm -hmm. you know, what, and, and then to back up even further, you said it's, it must be productive. Well, what if productive wasn't important to me? Right. But most people, the thing you say is, I think for some can be mind blowing because most people won't even ask themselves that question say, what if being productive was so important? Most people would work a whole lifetime, to spend that time with their children. But when they do so, their children are like 44. So it's not that time again. You lost it. There is no coming back. Now, I'm not saying that if you're leaving that particular moment, it's over. But I'm saying that if you can avoid that, you should. You should yeah. take the time, hold on a minute, and say, wait, what's really important for me? Am I thinking with my head or with the head of my father, my parents? my colleagues, yep. my boss. Of course, my boss may be thinking that I should work all day. I know, but is it what I need? I know that the media wants me to eat junk food every day so that I'm very controllable, but is it what I feel? Is it what my body really needs? I have yes, to sir. ask myself those questions again and again and again. Most people look for answers every day and they yep. completely forget that what we need are questions. It's the question, and that's and that's if we change the question that we're asking, it leads to the it can lead to the right answer faster. And it you know and again maybe maybe the asking of the question isn't so important 
because I'm checked out and I'm taking a drug and I'm doing, you know, hitting the video games yeah, in the basement. Well, productivity is the last thing on my mind. Why should it be important? Right. And the secret is, like you said, it's making progress. It's in some way. How can I learn, improve, or help somebody else's life? Because that's when we really live. I think we do need to make something, to do something different. We really, we really do. We have the time, we have the opportunity, but we have to seize the moment, seize the opportunity. We're going to miss it. And yep. if we miss it, it's going to be painful. You know, every day, governments, nations, and organizations are they have more and more tools in their arsenal to control people, to manipulate them. And if we don't do something, we're just going to become cannon fodder. And hey, not only, not only media, media, government, uh, the movie industry, the uh, you know, TV shows and personalities and yeah, influencers. Every organization which may have like, a different idea than ours. Oh, my God. And, it's like, and we, we can spend all day intaking and intaking and intaking but not formulating and not saying okay you know what that was a waste of time i'm not going to spend time watching that show again because that just was so disempowering i didn't like the way i felt after i got done watching it right but but we go back where it's like that addictive quality of it we, we talked about the dope the dopamine effect that we or the dopamine that we get from getting likes on facebook it's like why in good God's name is that important? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I mean, dopamine should be, it should come from nature, from adventure, from That's staying right. with the people we love. But what happens when your brain realizes that you could get dopamine from likes on Facebook? It's not mm -hmm. dopamine itself that is wrong, but how you get it? It's, I get it. <sighs> That's a bad bad road. ask a better question man what you know where are we getting that that feel good from yeah no. and yeah. yep and there is and, something you said uh it was about a lot of people are taking in but they're not formulating so that's the point i think that's that's gold right there for a lot of people a lot of people are taking in every single day but yes. are they giving are they giving whatever is in their heads in their hearts in their souls a lot of people are taking in and compressing and compressing just like a PDF file. But either they explode or they become whatever they've taken in. And they don't have a soul anymore. Think of, think of how propaganda works. If, if they put out or if somebody puts out a story and then someone else puts out a similar story from another angle, and then you see something on the internet because you've seen it three times from three different places our minds believe that it's true i know cia has done a lot of experiments that way we you know what i'm talking real about psychology and psyops i i know very well and it's happening it's all it's around happening. us <laughs> yeah we're, we're not controlling our intake and the formulation piece is like, well, wait a minute. Okay, we just saw that three times. I saw that 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 horrible thing happen in Ukraine three times on three different news stations. Everybody's trying to say the same thing about it. Well, what if the opposite's true? Right. What if? What if it's different? 
And I'm not yeah. saying that the, the correct answer, okay. if there was a correct answer, it's yeah. always about, the opposite that we know, but. How about picking up the phone to my buddy in Ukraine? Do we have, a, do we know somebody that we can pick up the phone and say, hey, were you, were you around when this happened? Tell me what you saw. Right, we, sh we should actively go and search for that, inf for that info and say, wait a minute, I shouldn't just drink whatever, you know, the Kool-Aid that they're giving to me. I should know, I should go and, and search for it. And information is it's valuable, man. I mean, people are, are giving a lot. You know what I feel? I feel that people are giving a lot of value to information. They're believing it so hard that they're thinking that that information is their life. They're identifying with that information. But at the same time, they're not giving that enough value to actually go and search for it, look for it, and learn it. They're just waiting for you know that info to fall in their heads. They're just waiting on their sofa, but it just becomes a mess. If, if, I, if I do nothing but sit for eight hours straight and watch you know, uh, sad stories or sad drama, for example, right? Um, sad drama and, and, you know, how am I going to feel after watching eight hours of sad drama? Yeah, I think sad. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm ready to cut my wrists over. I'm be like, okay, yeah, God, yeah. God. right? So if we, if we constantly are getting and in, intaking in bad information or things that don't make us feel good, it's controlling our emotions and then our emotions, what, what, what happens? Our thoughts control our emotions, right? So we're thinking that and then what comes out of our mouth. Right. And we should ask ourselves now, do we have in that moment freedom of thought? Do our kids have that freedom of thought after, you know, watching movies and news and media, which is, you know, just telling them 24 seven, every year to believe to to follow to obey are they going to be free i, think I gotta tell you man just now thinking about it because i'm like doing a little self-reflection now that we're sitting here talking about it you know i i do watch a little too much news and i'm going to actually cut it more than in half as a result of sitting here talking to you today because i think i think i'm actually taking in way too much to be honest with you yeah and that that's the point that that's that's great because that means that we could always learn a lot of people may say oh yeah no, i know i i've heard this before but yep. one thing is knowing one thing is doing now the thing you said is that i know i do i am actively involved in what i'm saying yeah oh, that's man. inspirational it, it, it's it's like I, I see it. I feel it. I feel bad for some, you know, things that are happening around the world, and I want to do something about it. I think part of doing something about it is talking about it, like we're doing here today, right? But also, we have to take those steps and take that learning and be that. We have to be that student of life all the time, no matter where we are, where we are in our age, right? I agree. I think that to conclude this episode, the word you just said, the words you just said to be a student of life. That's my opinion. That's the way to keep an open mind, to really have that freedom of thought and saying, hold on a minute, what if? And starting to use our own minds again with our own will, not someone else. Not someone else that says, you gotta do that. Why? Why should yeah. I? 
what if? <laughs> what if I, I could do something different? And that's when we become students of life. Pete, that's, yes, that's amazing. I feel we, we got there something very important. That's gold, man. Good work. It is. It is. So, Pete, we really are at the end of this amazing episode. I, I feel, I feel that. I think, and I hope that our listeners too are going to be very, very happy. So, um, Pete, what can I say? I, I hope they take action around it, man. I hope that. I hope it really resonated, and they actually sit and reflect and say, "Hey, you know, was that thought really mine, or can I create one that is mine that I own?" Right? Yeah. I mean, guys, we got to be practical. We gotta, we gotta actively do something and say yeah i'm gonna to start today and say what if every time i'm gonna do something or hear something even though i'm completely convinced i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say what if and again, you know what more again, important again. more importantly than that i would challenge you to think that nobody can take that away from you yep and that's invaluable right and unstoppable yes sir it is pete it's been an amazing time with you again. Uh, Pleasure being here, man. And we are going to be ready to record another episode very, very soon. Looking forward to it. It's great being with you today, brother. Yep, you too.